Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host, Frank, and this is another one of my Think on Your Feet episodes. And it's episode 30 for the Think on Your Feet series. 30 times I've put my play in front of your ears, before your ears, into your ears for your scrutiny. So here we go. Let's hope that this is a good one. Luckily, we're playing Return to Threads of Fate, which is one of the best scenarios in the game, certainly one of my favourite scenarios. So that'll put us through our paces and we can see how we get on. I'm recording at a slightly weird time, so if there's a lot more extra noise, I'm really sorry. I basically had to balance not getting an episode out for you or getting an episode out because I want you to have something to enjoy and being under the pressure of doing it at a weird time. So I've gone with the latter. I hope that's all right. Now, in terms of story so far, there is some stuff worth touching on. Matteo has decided to give Harlan the relic. He thinks it's too dangerous to just be in a museum. He's thinking of the the public good there, basically, to do that. And I'm not going to read the full intro for Threads of Fate and the interlude, because they are quite long, and I just like to get into the gameplay. But essentially, I've also turned my back on Ichitaka, because we are deciding that we're going to forge our own uh, path. So... The investigators are now forging their own path, which means we can't add Alejandro Vela or Ichitaka to his or her deck, and any time we would be given the option to include either of them, we earn 2 XP instead. However, there's more in the return to. As if you didn't already have several other pressing concerns, this morning's article in the Arkham Advertiser piques your interest. Chaos in French Hill. The article goes on to describe several strange happenings cited around the estate of one Marshall Hastings in French Hill, an old and storied neighbourhood of Arkham. According to the article's source, who goes unnamed, the mansion has become a tangled mess of overgrowth and serpents. The article reports that a recent expedition returned with several strange artefacts in tow, meant to be displayed in the Hastings Manor. You wonder if this has anything to do with your expedition to find the Estli. Even if these events are unrelated your investigation might connect you with others who can assist you in turn. I've done all the setup, so let's look at our act and agenda and get started, shall we? Agenda 1A, three fates. You have three tasks before you. <clears throat> you have four tasks before you and a limited amount of time before the trail goes cold. Where do you search first? Six doom and there's a resign action. You don't want to risk taking too long, so you head to safety with the information you've gathered. Act 1A. Harlan is in danger. Harlan has custody of the relic, but he believes he's being followed. The last time you heard from him, he was in his office at the university. It's two clues, and only investigators at Miskatonic University can spend the requisite number of clues as a group to advance. Act 1C. Suspecting foul play, you've decided to go to the police to enlist their help in searching for Alejandro. It's one clue, and we need to spend that in East Town. Act 1E. Trial of the Huntress. Ichtaka told you not to follow her, though you can't help but wonder what she's up to. You decide to pursue her as she heads down towards the riverside. We need two clues here in Rivertown. And finally, Act 1G. Search for the meaning. You decide to head to the estate of Marshall Hastings to learn more about the strange happenings mentioned in the advertiser's article. Perhaps this new development can shed light on your other recent troubles. One clue, also in Rivertown. So that's two clues in Miskatonic University, one in East Town, and a whopping three here in Rivertown. If you can remember the map, 
If we were to go around clockwise, you've got Rivertown and Miskatonic University, and then on the higher row, Northside, Downtown and East Town, and that makes a nice little loop. You can go either way around. And then there's also the Curiosity Shop over on the west and Velmersdimer on the east. I've basically gone for mainly role-playing. I know I need to give the relic to Harlan and pursue that route if we're forging our own path. So that was the choice for the 1A. But then for Alejandro, for the CD deck, I decided Mateo is fairly upstanding, so he's going to the police. Trial of the Huntress was forced on us because we ignored Ichitaka. And then, again, a roleplay decision for the GH deck, which was we'll go to the source of the trouble rather than looking for the advertiser's unnamed informant. I figured Mateo thinks I might be able to help, and off he heads. The other thing important to note is that our Chaos Bag has lost the Cultist token, and gained an Elder Thing token. So for our Chaos Bag effects, Skulls are minus X, X is the highest number of Doom on a Cultist enemy in play, and Elder Things are minus two if you fail, lose one of your clues. So being two up would be very nice, and pulling an unlucky Elder Thing would be nasty. There's two of them in the bag. But other than that, that's all we have for special tokens. I start with seven Sanity. I have one Mental Trauma and six Health. Five resources and the Ancient Covenant. Let's do opening hand. Deny existence. Keep faith. Drawn to the flame. Holy Rosary level zero. And promise of power. Ugh. Not a great opening hand there. Keep faith is sort of alright. Hmm. To be honest with you, the Drawn to the Flame to go to Miskatonic University and get two clues is great. And I would be tempted to chuck the other four. Keep Faith is nice, but what I really want is Sixth Sense or Enemy Management. We have an enemy in our deck that we need to be able to handle. So I think, yeah, I mulligan four and I just keep the Drawn to the Flame because it'll help us with the university. So mulliganing four. We draw a Sword Cane. Well, there's some protection. A Spectral Razor. A Sixth Sense. And a Harmony Restored. Okay, so no bless. We've given up our bless opportunities there with the desire to just mulligan. But I guess if we can pull into that right of equilibrium, we can right of equilibrium harmony restored, and that's us done for resources for the game. So what do we do here? We don't have an ally, so we don't need to go to East Town and get the option there. Honestly, I think we play Sixth Sense, investigate our location and move on. Rivertown, the banks of the Miskatonic River are lined with docks, warehouses and small shops in a district aptly named Rivertown. It's one shroud and one clue. There's something unsettling about the water of the Miskatonic River tonight. It ripples and bubbles as though something is moving beneath the surface. The one reason why we wouldn't want to move on is if we draw something that blocks us investigating at Miskatonic University. But Drawn to the Flame should get us around most things. Action one, play six cents. We go down to two resources. Action two, investigate. We're four on one. Minus two, clue. Action three, to the university we go. It's one of the most prestigious colleges in the Northeast. The university library is famous for its collection of occult books maintained by the esteemed Dr. Henry Armitage. It's four shroud and two clues. As an action, you can search the top six cards of your deck for a tome or spell card and add it to your hand, shuffle your deck. Well, we could use that to fetch us, say, Codex of Ages, but that's our turn. 
Um, the campus is quiet and lonely. Several of the buildings have been left unlocked for students and faculty working late into the night. And it's victory one. Enemies nothing. Up keys, we draw a second spectral razor. Who shuffled this deck? We go up to three resources and we get our first doom, one of six. Our encounter card is shadowed. If there are no cultist enemies in play, take one horror and shadowed gains surge. Well, it does. Surges into hunting shadow, peril. You must either choose one, spend one clue or take two damage. Well, I think we're taking the two damage. Clues are so precious at this point. And maybe we make sure we have clues to spare down the line to deal with that. Right, background to us. We can handle enemies easily with these double spectral razor and a sword cane. We've got the drawn to the flame ready. I'm tempted just to draw to the flame first action. And then maybe we move up to north side and investigate with our next two. Or we use this searching our deck if we wanted to. Because in terms of spells, we could also get a ward, we could get a deny existence, we could get, we've got both spectral razors, we could get a shriveling. Any of those would be nice. I'm pretty sure right of equilibrium isn't a spell, but maybe it is. And if it is, we could, yeah, I mean, find that and just get loads of resources. Yeah, I've checked. It's a spell and it's blessed and it's cursed. Right, so first we'll draw into the flame. Draw the top card of the encounter deck. It's a Conspiracy of Blood. Attach Conspiracy of Blood to the current agenda. Attached agenda gets minus one Doom Threshold. Each cultist enemy gets action parlay test willpower four to get rid of this. That's nasty because we have no cancel, but we do get the two clues, which is nice. And we're at a location where we could spend the two clues for Harlan, which we might well do. Yeah, let's do that. So after the first action, we spend those two clues and we flip Act 1A. It's Harlan Ernstone, the historical theorist. Revelation, put him into play in Easttown. And as an action, you can discard the top three cards of your deck to parlay with him. It's willpower four. If you succeed, you put a clue on him. When you find him, Harlan is babbling incoherently and won't respond to anything you say. Act 2A, Harlan's curse. There's no sign of Harlan in his office, but one of his assistants in the administration building informs you that he took the day off and went to his home in Easttown. And if there's one clue on Harlan, you must remove them and immediately advance. Let's do the action top six for a spell. Because if we can get right of equilibrium, action two would be player, action three would be harmony restored. Top six are promise of power, drawn to the flame, holy rosary, favour of the sun, ward of protection, ward of protection. Well, that was looking a bit touch and go there. The only spells there are the two wards, so we'll take one of the wards. That will protect us from a hunting shadow if we need it. Protect us from a locked door. Protect us from various things. Now that search the top six card of your deck for a tome or spell card and add it to your hand isn't limited. So the other option here is rather than reveal Northside and run the risk of it then having a card that blocks us getting clues there, because I think it's two clues and a VP, we would just do that action again now. Take advantage of it while we're here. I think that's quite a good idea because our hand is Harmony Respored, Spectral Razor, Spectral Razor, Ward and Sword Cane. Nothing we want to play in our hand. We don't want to reveal a location yet because we really want to swoop in. So let's do it. Top six again is Tempt Fate, Ward of Radiance, which isn't a spell. Right of Equilibrium! Favour of the Sun, David Renfield and Sword Cane. Right, we'll take the Right of Equilibrium. It is on. We just need two spare actions now. 
Of course, we have Radiant Smite in our, in our deck as well for enemy management. That's our three. We did Drawn to the Flame, double search there. Maybe a bit luxurious, but if it gets us into a position where the bag is stacked with Bless, it might be worth it. Upkeep draws us a Keep Faith, which is kind of useless now, but it is a willpower icon. And we go up to four resources. We hit two Doom of five, and our encounter card is Words of Power. We put it into play in our threat area. If there are one or more enemies at your location with Doom on them, you cannot damage those enemies or discover clues at your location. And as a double action, we can discard this. I think this is worth warding. It's such a nuisance. And our, our way of dealing with enemies is mainly killing them rather than evading them. We do have the sword cane though. So this is quite a nice, tricky moment. We could double action words of power and then single action right of equilibrium to go up to 10 and 10 in the bag. I'd really like to do right of equilibrium and harmony restored straight on one after the other, which is two actions. Or we could do words of power and move up to north side. And see, I'm, I'm sort of playing into the thing I said we shouldn't do, which is reveal locations when we're not ready to clear them. Already having that slightly panicked feeling of, have I spent, you know, was that too much of a luxury doing that double action search there? In which case, if we ward this now, we've still got a clue for a hunting shadow. We wouldn't be able to deal with a locked door, but we've drawn to the flame it later. I think we do ward it. I think it's worth it. For one resource and one horror, which takes us up to three of eight, we don't have words of power to deal with. Just to remind you, sorry, I'm sort of slightly getting ahead of myself. Words of power is there if there are one or more enemies at your location with doom on them, you cannot damage those enemies or discover clues. It's not the end of the world, but it just becomes a real nuisance if you're not careful. So that frees us up now nicely. First action, play right of equilibrium to put 10 and 10 in the bag. Second action, pay three, which is exactly what we have, to search the chaos bag for 10 curses, return them to the token pool, uh, because... 10 is the number of blesses in the bag, and we get a resource for each curse removed. So we pay three and get 10. Nine, 10. And I'm not even gonna put the curses in the bag because they got removed straight afterwards. Last action up to north side we go. Three shroud, two clues. There's an action here to spend five resources to gain two clues from the token pool. Group limit once per game, and it's victory one. Our hand is Sword Cane, two Spectral Razors, and a Keep Faith. Upkeep, we draw a Cursed Follower. Spawn at the location farthest from you. That is Velma's Diner. And at the end of the enemy phase, it adds curses to the bag. Ugh, okay, a bit annoying. We got up to 11 resources. It's a cultist, though, which means that we can use Conspiracy of Blood if we wanted to. We need to parlay a cultist, and that would be one. We hit three of five Doom. So this turn we could move downtown, east town, Velma's Diner, and go to four of five. It is expensive action-wise to get there. We hit three Doom, and our encounter card is the secret must be kept. It's Peril, Revelation, Test, Willpower three. If you fail, take one damage and one horror. For each act deck the investigators have completed, this skill test gets plus one difficulty and deals plus one damage and horror if it's failed. Right, so it's Willpower three. We're four on three. Zero. Pass. This turn, what do we do? I think we Sixth Sense investigate twice here and try and get these clues just at one up. 
One up's not bad with all those blessings in the bag. And then we move to downtown. Four on three investigating. Bless. Let's use the ancient covenant and just stop there and get a clue. Four on three investigating. Minus five. Four on three investigating. Skull, zero. We can do the sixth sense thing having pulled a skull, but there's not another location we want to investigate. Enemy phase, we add a curse. So we're at one curse and nine bless. Upkeep, we draw a radiant smite and hit 12 resources. Four of five doom. And our encounter card is hunting shadow. You must either spend one clue or take two damage. Two damage would take us up to four out of six. Think we spend the clue. We need still one clue at East Town and three clues at Rivertown. And we have three. So I think we spend one and we look to get one at Downtown or East Town. Going up to four of six damage seems too much to me. I think that's the right thing to do. And we're okay for clues at the moment. We, because we have six cents, we can kind of keep picking them up easily enough. Now, last time I kind of alluded to rush over to a cursed follower and parlay it. Now we're at four or five doom because of conspiracy of blood. And if we did move downtown, move East Town, move Velma's Diner, we wouldn't have an action spare to parlay. So you might be yelling at the screen saying, or the, the, the podcast device saying, why have you not done that, Frank? Obviously, if we'd passed both of our tests to investigate Northside, I would have moved to downtown and I would have been set up to do that. But I still think in a way, that's just the same as just accepting that we lose a turn. The three actions we spend rushing, not getting clues as we go, we're losing a turn anyway, uh, if, if that makes sense. Like Because we can basically treat Conspiracy of Blood like a place of doom on this agenda. And we could spend three actions to stop it doing that. Well, four actions but we're losing three, so we're actually coming out underneath. So yeah, so that's that's my thinking. So it's background to us. So I think what we do is keep heading towards Harlan. We'll get there with the one clue we need. Maybe it's move, move, and not get the clue in downtown, and just be there with Harlan. And if we were to see a favour of the sun, that would set up that parlay so nicely for us. The other thing to think about with Threads of Fate is obviously you don't want to just finish one act deck. You want to kind of have them all ticking along. So I don't mind in the moment, at the moment that we're just building up clues and we can rush through all of them. We just need to make sure we stay on top of things. Our hand is Sword Cane, two Spectral Razors, a Radiant Smite and a Keep Faith. I like the combination now of we could Radiant Smite for three, which would take uh, three Bless out of the bag and then Keep Faith to put the one we saw last turn and those three straight back in. So first action, move to downtown. The downtown area of Arkham is filled with government buildings, including City Hall. The First Bank of Arkham, Independence Square and Arkham Asylum can also be found in this area. It's the busiest district in the city. It's three shroud and a clue. And there's an action, gain three resources. Now if we're going to go up to four clues, which is what we want, we're going to need to grab this clue and move on. So we investigate. Four on three. Minus two, fail, and we try again. Oh, elder thing, minus two if you fail, lose one of your clues. Oof, that got nasty. That's our turn. Ah, oh, is it though? Elder thing, minus two, 
investigate. We can choose a revealed location connected to our location. Unfortunately, it's only Northside, which has the same shroud. Nasty. Enemy phase, up to two curses. Upkeep, Holy Rosary level zero, and we go up to 13 resources. We hit five doom and advance. At the sun's peak, the town is bustling as noon comes and goes. University students travel from class to class. Business people take breaks from their busy office lives. And in East Town, Velma's diner is abuzz with the lunch rush. Despite the veil of normality, the curtain has been lifted. You see this town for what it really is, an endless mire of secrets. We need to shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck and add a doom if there was only two act decks in play. Behind the curtain, this conspiracy runs much deeper than you'd imagined. The more time you spend investigating these mysteries, the more you come to realise they're linked to one another. At the centre of these secrets is an enigmatic organisation manipulating events behind the scenes. Six Doom, same resign action. Our encounter card is another hunting shadow. Nothing we can do. We're up to four of six. Oh. Okay. We've lost a turn in failed tests, haven't we? Minus five, minus two, elder thing. The bag is Elder Sign plus one, three zeros, minus one, that's six. And nine blesses is 15. So 15 passes, and then the fails are two, two, three, five, Elder Thing, Elder Thing, auto fail, that's seven. But I say 15, I forgot the two skulls. So 17 to seven. I mean, we're still doing the right thing, aren't we? That's a bag of 24, and it's 17 out of 24 to pass at one up. We just got unlucky. The scary thing here is if we fail this test, we run out of clues. So first action, we're playing the Holy Rosary for two. We're now two up. Five on three investigating. Elder thing. That's a minus two and a pass. You, wow, two in a row. Second action, we move to East Town. It's two shroud and a clue. While you're in East Town, reduce the cost of each ally asset you play by two. And we can spend a clue here to advance. So we've got two clues, a third. So we're going to be one clue short. But if we do this right, I think both of Search for the Meaning, the GH deck, and Trial of the Huntress will give us more clues. So if we go to one of those options, the other will be fine. So for our last action here, why don't we try and get this clue as well? We're three up. Less. Let's use the Ancient Covenant. No reason not to, really. We could stay not using it in the hope that we hit the Elder Sign or some of the curses, but I think just getting the clue and saving the action. Although, hang on, four, five with the Holy Rosary, seven with the Bless. We're seven on two. So anything would pass us except the auto fail. So I think we go again. Mm, see, I'm just scared of seeing loads of blesses. That's the thing. That's the thing that, that I'm scared of it rolling into another bless and being like, oh, we could have just passed that with one bless and left eight in the bag rather than passing it with two. Let's leave it. We'll take the clue. That's our turn. I'm going to spend one of those clues now so that we're down to two clues because I'm worried about dropping clues to false lead. So that's our Act 1C deck, Missing Persons. We flip it over. It's Arkham Police Station. Revelation, put it into play. East Town is connected to Arkham Police Station. So that's just above us here. Three shroud and two clues. And there's an action here to search the top six cards of your deck for a weapon card. 
and add it to your hand. Shuffle your deck. Act 2C. At the station, the police station might be the, might be open to the public in theory, but getting your story heard by the proper authorities requires a bit more finesse than you'd imagined. It's two clues, and only investigators in the police station can spend those clues. So we could head up there. It is a victory point. We can decide, basically. We're on two clues, 11 resources. We've got a six cents and a holy rosary in play. We've got two health and five sanity left. It would be great to see a David Renfield now. Enemy phase, we go up to three curses in the bag. We're eight bless, three curse. And we draw top deck David Renfield. No joke, no joke. That's awesome because we can play him here for, for free. We hit one of six doom and our encounter card is a brotherhood cultist. Ugh. Do not like. Right, well, what do we do then? We try and kill this brotherhood cultist straight away. We pay two and play spectral razor. Brotherhood Cultist is a 2-3-2, a hunter. It gets plus one fight and plus one evade for each doom on it. And when you initiate an attack against it, you place a doom on it. So it immediately becomes a 3-3-2. So we are a willpower five added to our combat of two. So we're a seven on three. That'll have to do. Minus three. That is a dead Brotherhood Cultist. First action. Second action. Will pay nothing to play David Renfield. Now the question is, what do we do with the third action? Our options. One is that willpower four parlay here with Harlan. We are a five on four. We could commit a keep faith to be a six on four. That's an option. Second option is head into the police station. We're two up for getting clues in there. And we could just be following that storyline. The reason for that would be Given that there's a willpower four check, I'd love it if we have a favor of the sun to just blast it rather than milling loads of cards from my deck because you discard the top three cards of your deck every time you take the test. Or the third option, head down to Rivertown. We have two clues, so we could spend one on search for the meaning and we would have advanced the first card of three of the four act decks, which is no bad thing. It's just working out which is the right way to go. We're somewhat set up for a fight with Radiant Smite, Spectral Razor, and Sword Cane. I'm not tapping Renfield for money. We're on 10 resources. I don't want to doom on him and to need to clear him. He's really just the free soak. I spent an action to get two, two damage soak. That's what he's there for. I think the gambly play here is to try and do the parlay. And I don't like the idea of that. The police station is winking at me. The night, So the, my thinking about going to the police station is... The only way there is from East Town. So if we leave East Town now to Rivertown south, we're only going to have to come back through East Town to go to the police station. We're never going to be closer than we are to the police station. So I'm going to go in there. I think that's what we do last action. Upkeep draws me. <laughs> Favour of the sun. And we go up to 11 resources. We hit two of six doom. And our encounter card is, if this is a locked door, I'll be very upset. It's a false lead. If you have no clues, it gains Surge. If you have one or more clues, test Intellect 4. For each point you fail by, place one of your clues on your location. Well, I have two clues. I might be dropping them both here now, because I'm hoping to get very lucky. Just had to, as ever, do a quick rules check. It's always good to check the rules, no matter how experienced you are. I have Favour of the Sun in hand, which is fast, and a fast asset may be played by an investigator during any player window 
on his or her turn. So there is a player window in false lead, the test, but that's not on my turn. It's in the mythos phase. So I couldn't put favor of the sun down and then use it to pass this test. So we're just going at one down. Come on, the elder sign. Oh, it's the elder thing. Which means I lose a clue and I drop a clue. I was right to fear the elder thing. Now it's my turn. I spend two and seal three bless. First action I investigate, I'm two up. Minus two, clue. Second action I investigate, I'm two up. Zero, clue. Third action I investigate. Elder thing. I can use the shroud at East Town. Doesn't matter because I still pass. Elder thing count of what? Three now and it's cost me two clues. Brutal. It's like lose an action and lose progress and all sorts of other things. Okay, I hold on to those three clues now. I could spend two, but I'm worried about it dumping an enemy on me. So yeah, we'll, we're at the end of the turn anyway. I've got Favour of the Sun Ancient Covenant set up to move in and do Harlan next turn. Upkeep draws me Serpents of Yig. And I go back to 10 resources. Where are you, Elder Sign? You're here and you're sealed. Oh, and we add a curse. I think I forgot to add one, so I'm going to add another now for the accursed follower. Not that I've seen any, but we're on five now. I'm pretty sure I forgot one. We hit three doom, and our encounter card is from another time. Revelation, test, book four. Place X doom on cultist enemies in play, divided as evenly as possible. X is the amount you failed by. So if we fail by four, we put four doom on the accursed follower. Um... If you fail and there are no cultist enemies in play, fetch a cultist. Well, there is a cultist and there is the cursed follower. So I think what we do is we use Favour of the Sun with Ancient Covenant here and pass. We just don't risk it. Because if we're on three of six doom and if that ends up, even putting two doom is a problem. So it's just not worth the risk. Background to us. That does mean we might not be parlaying Harlan this turn, but first action we need to anyway... Spectral Razor, the Serpents of Yig. We're at seven on two. Zero. Dead Serpents of Yig. Thank you for your service, Spectral Razor. While we're here, let's spend our two clues and advance. Please don't be an enemy. Train Tracks. Put Train Tracks into play. Attach Alejandro Vela to Train Tracks. Advance to Act 3C... Alejandro's prison. It's connected to Northside and it says Northside is connected to train tracks. And as an action, the spender clue draw four cards, limit once per game. One of the police officers claims to have seen Alejandro down by the train tracks, flanked by several robed figures. So we advance to Alejandro's prison. You believe that Alejandro is held captive somewhere in this location. You must rescue him. While he's attached to a location, that location gets plus two shroud. And if he's attached to a location with no remaining clues, advance. Okay, well, that's a long way away. We're not heading there right now. And it's a five shroud location with a clue. Definitely one to hope to finish on an action and potentially to six cents finish from a different location. Although let's not get ahead of ourselves. Second action, we leave the police station and come back to East Town with Harlan. Third action... 
what do we do? We don't have our favour of the sun, ancient covenant thing online. I think we just draw a card and we stay and do this next next action. First action, next turn. Or we gamble, one up. Seven bless in the bag. So this is the seven bless plus elder sign, two skulls, three zeros, one minus one. That's another seven. So that's 14 tokens that would pass us. There's five curse, two twos, two elder things, a minus three, a minus five, an auto fail. That's 12. So it's 14 to 12. It's not, it's not good odds. And either of those two elder things will get rid of our last glue. So we stay and wait and we draw. We've seen both our weaknesses. It's the second favour of the sun. Who shuffled this deck? Upkeep draws us our second Radiant Smite. Well, I'm in favour of that. We go to nine resources. Cards ready. In play, we have Ancient Covenant, Six Sense, Holy Rosary, David Renfield, and a favour of the sun with two bless on it. Oh, that means there's two bless not in the bag. So it was 12 to 12. It was a 50-50 that we could pass that test. Yeah, we did the right thing. And then our hand is Sword Cane, two Radiant Smites, a Favour of the Sun, and a Keep Faith. Oh, we're only one one bless short of being able to keep faith. We go to four of six Doom, and our encounter card is... Another from another time. Oh! Hmm! If we fail this, even by one, we're not in a good place. We'd lose another round. If we use Favour of the Sun, Ancient Covenant, to pass this... We then can't do the Harlan parlay because we're, well, we can. We're just a bit more nervous about it. If we just flub this, we could move, engage the, oh, I forgot to put a curse in from the Accursed Follower as well. We're up to four, uh, six curses in the bag. It would be a whole turn if we fail. Move, engage, kill, which is the same as just failing the test. Yeah, is that right? I'm going to talk this through out loud to check I'm getting it right. We're on four of six doom. If we fail this test... By one, say, a doom goes on the accursed follower, taking us to witching out five of six. And to get rid of that doom, we'd need to move to Velma's Dimer, engage the accursed follower, and attack it. So we'd lose a turn. So the turn we lose from the doom, we would get back from killing it. We'd be come out even. I think we just take this. And the one thing we don't want to hit is an elder thing. Because if we hit an elder thing, we're in a serious problem. And there are... Five curse, six. Six curse, five bless in the bag. Not that that matters because they'd still roll. We're going for it. Three on four. It's an elder thing! That's cost us three clues. And that's failed by three to one by three. So we put three doom on the accursed follower. Well, that's fine. We're going to put... At least one. So yeah. What that does mean is we don't have a clue now to advance either of them in Rivertown, which means we're either buying clues in Northside or heading to the curiosity shop or even heading to the train tracks. First action, let's do this parlay. We discard a drawn to the flame, a shriveling, and a ward of radiance. We'll use favour of the sun ancient covenant to pass. And let's see what happens because we place a clue. We it luckily it says place a clue from the token pool, so we're not screwed in that way. It's evil Harlan, crazed by the curse. Switch this card with the bystand version of Harlan Ernstone, removing that version from the game. Attach the set-aside Relic of Ages to Harlan Ernstone. Advance to Act 3A, recover the Relic. There's a forced effect after you successfully evade Harlan Ernstone by three or more, 
add him to the victory display. Afflicted by a strange curse, Harlan suddenly attacks. He hits for a damage and a horror, and he is a victory one. Recover the relic says, you've discovered who is carrying the relic. Now you must secure it from them, whatever the cost. While it's attached to an enemy, that enemy gets plus two health. So he's a four, four, three. And if the enemy, the relic of ages is attached to, leaves play, advance. Did someone say Radiant Smite? I think we have to. Radiant Smite is a four damage hit. So I'm going to pay two for keep faith fast. Add four bless to the bag, the four that were out. And then I'm going to second action pay one for Radiant Smite. Seal three bless tokens on it. So there's just one in the bag. Ah, I'm going to tap David Renfield, put a doom on him to get a resource as well because we're at the witching hour. Radiant Smite. I'm using willpower. I'm a six willpower, seven, eight, nine with the three bless on Radiant Smite. Nine on four. Elder Sign! Elder Sign! Yes! The attack defeats the enemy, so those sealed tokens go to the token pool. Yeah, they don't get released. And we can get an additional action or draw a card and gain a resource. This was our second action. If we were to get an additional action, we would use it to move and we'd start heading over to the curiosity shop. I think it's worth it. Harlan is defeated and we advance again. Harlan snaps out of his daze and collapses, holding his head in, his, in pain. What was I... His eyes widen as he realises what he's done, and he pulls the relic out of his coat, offering it to you. Take it, he says. You can keep it safer than I can. The investigator nearest to Harlan Ernstone's location takes control of the Relic of Ages, remove the remainder of the A-B act deck from the game, and we go to R1, or we keep playing. Well, we keep playing. So unfortunately, I think... I know, I think it's two need to be completed when this agenda advances for the Doom. So I think we're not going to have cost ourselves too much. What do we do with our extra action? We move to downtown, and then with our third action, we move to north side. We can spend five resources here to buy two clues, or we could head into the curiosity shop as well. Either, I think, is fine. We can pull this out still, <laughs> somehow. Upkeep. Holy Rosary level two. And we go up to eight resources. Oh, sorry, enemy phase. Another curse. We're at seven curses and six bless in the bag, and one bless on favour of the sun. We place a Doom on the agenda, we're five on the agenda, three on the Accursed Follower, one on David Renfield, we're definitely advancing. And we advance to the sunsets. The streets begin to empty as evening approaches. When the office buildings shut their doors, the clubs open theirs in places both public and hidden from view. In downtown Arkham, the ward theatre is well lit and filled to capacity. The surrounding streets, however, are eerily quiet. Only soft footsteps from nearby alleyways hint at any sign of life, and a cold wind whistles through the air. The workday might have ended, but your work is far from over. The figures walking down the street start to fill you with a sense of dread instead of comfort. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck. If there are only two act decks in play, place one doom. Well, there are three. We've got one card in the CD deck, and then three each in the EF and GH decks. This is not going particularly well in terms of how I play this scenario. What have the problems been? Losing three clues to the Elder thing? That's losing a whole turn. We lost a turn to a Conspiracy of Blood that we didn't clear. We lost a turn to the Accursed Follower. That's, yeah, we're th three turns short just from that. So yeah, if we were only halfway through Agenda 2, I'd be pretty happy at where we're at now. But yeah, no, it's okay. Agenda 3A, Hidden Entanglements. 
Who can you trust in this city of lies? Arkham may be safe from the perils of the jungle, but you are far from safe here. Each passing stranger in the dark of night could be a kidnapper, a thief, or a killer. Each glance they send your way could be the last thing you ever see. Six doom, and there's a resign action. Our encounter card is... Hunting Night Gaunt. Oh boy. Well, we have another Radiant Smite in hand. Yeah, I said it's it's not too bad. I mean, it it both is and isn't, isn't it? It's um, the only actions I spent that were maybe problematic actions were the two at Miskatonic University searching. That set us up with a ward, so we got we it would have cost us two actions to get rid of words of power. So we essentially saved one action and the right of equilibrium. I think that was okay. The costly thing I think was the elder thing losses. And that's that's the bag, right? It's it doesn't actually matter how many bless or curse were in the bag. It's just that we have those two elder things. So I think it's what one in seven chance of hitting it, something like that. Right. So what do we do here? I think we do something really cheeky. No, it's not too cheeky. We radiant smite the night gaunt, and then we move into Alejandro's location and investigate there using favor of the sun and the ancient covenant to just auto pass. That's two of the the four act decks finished. We'll be on one clue. And then on our way back, hopefully, we move to Northside, we spend five resources and, to get two clues and move to Miskatonic University. We should have the resources to do that. And the following turn, this is long term, we move to Rivertown and we can spend all three clues to advance Act 1s of the EF and the GH decks. Right, so first action, pay one for Radiant Smite. Search the bag for three bless. We do have a second Favour of the Sun in hand. We've got Sword Cane, Favour of the Sun, and Holy Rosary. I was thinking about Sword Cane Evade the Night Gaunt, but I think it just needs to be gone because we're going into a blind alley and then coming back out again. So yeah, just evading it. I mean, the other option is take an attack of opportunity to move in, Sword Cane to evade it, investigate to get cl Clue, but then it engages us again and we have to evade it again. Already it's taxing us actions. We need to be as efficient as possible, don't we? So yeah, so I have a Favour of the Sun with one Bless on it. So what I could do now for this Radiant Smite, I'm a four, five, six, seven, eight on three. I could finish that Favour of the Sun to be a 10 on three, but I'd keep drawing with Ancient Covenant, uh, without using Ancient Covenant, and then play the other Favour of the Sun that I have sitting in hand to get another three Bless sealed away. Mm, is it worth it? I think it's not. I think we just go for it. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight on three. Curse, six on three, zero. That is a dead hunting night gaunt. We did kill it, so unfortunately those three bless are also returned. And for the first time ever, we have more curse than bless in the bag. Second action, we move to the train tracks. Third action, sorry David Renfield, we use Favour of the Sun Ancient Covenant, discarding Favour of the Sun, to investigate that makes us a, we could investigate just with intellect, five on five, and we pass and get the clue. Alejandro is connect, attached to a location with no remaining clues, so we advance. After searching up and down for nearly an hour, you hear a voice coming from one of the storage cars. Sealed inside is Alejandro murmuring to himself. Thank goodness, he exclaims as you enter. I was just trying to figure out why they brought me here. We take control of Alejandro, which means we discard David Renfield remove the remainder of the CD act deck from the game, and keep playing. That's our three actions. Quickly, we'll spend two and play another Favour of the Sun. 
There are only three bless left in the bag. And I want them. Enemy phase, we add a curse. Seven curses in the bag, three blesses on favour of the sun. Upkeep, we draw a promise of power, we go to six resources. Mythos, we're at one of six. Come on, Frank. Our encounter card is, the secret must be kept. Revelation, test willpower three. If you fail, take a damage and a horror. For each act deck the investigators have completed, that's two, this skill test gets plus one difficulty, so it's willpower five, and deals plus one damage and plus one horror if it's failed. So it's difficulty five, so we're a five on five, and it deals three damage and three horror. Well, we don't mind if it kills Alejandro. We do care about the, th the final damage, which would take us up to five of six. So our options are favour of the Sun Ancient Covenant to just pass, promise of power, and this turn would be move, get five clues from north, uh, spend five resources to get two clues from north side and move to Miskatonic University. So yeah, let's do a favour of the sun, ancient covenant. That makes us a seven on five, which is a pass. And that's mythos done. Investigation phase, move to north side. We spend five resources, so we're down to one to buy two clues. And then we move to Miskatonic University. We have three clues, we're one location away from Rivertown to spend them all. Enemy phase, we go to eight curses. Upkeep, we draw a second sword cane and go to two resources. Well, we can sword cane at least. And that's our only option for enemies now. We place a doom, we're at two of six. And our encounter card is a Brotherhood Acolyte. Spawn, location with the most cultist enemies. It's the Accursed Followers location. It's aloof and after it enters play, place one doom on each other cultist enemy at its location. That Accursed Follower has done work this game. Just for being absolute nuisance. I don't think it's failed us tests with curses, but it's it's meant that all of the cultist tech has been on for Threads of Fate, and it's always felt too costly to go and clear it. It's always been a whole action to go and clear, but it's now costing us what? In the long term, it's costing us an action per agenda, I think. Is there anything we could have done about that Brotherhood Acolyte? No. First action, we move to Rivertown. We then spend one clue to advance Act 1G and two clues to advance Act 1E. Act 1E is the Black Cave. Put it into play is the revelation. It's three shroud and two clues and it has a forced effect at the end of your turn if you're in the Black Cave. You must either take a horror or choose and discard two cards from your hand. And the Hastings Estate is the back of the GH deck. Three shroud and two clues as well, also a VP. Several caretakers and members of the expedition lie paralysed and comatose nearby. What in the hell happened here? It ha just has a revelation to come into play and there's an action to cross medicine off from your supplies. Discover all of the clues on the Hastings estate. So that was first action move to Rivertown. We're at three of six doom. I think we move to one of these and start investigating. Let's go. It doesn't really matter. I guess we go Hastings estate because we at least don't take horror here. And we investigate with two up. Minus one. Clue. Enemy phase, we go to nine curses in the bag. Upkeep, we draw a shriveling and go to three resources. Mythos, we're at four of six doom. And our encounter card is on wings of darkness. Test, agility four. If you fail, take a damage and a horror. Then disengage from each non-night court enemy engaged with you and move to a central location. Well, I think we promise to power this, but I realise I've actually not read us either of the next acts. Sorry, I was so busy putting the cards into play. So Act 2E is the Cave of Darkness. 
You watched Ichitaka enter this abandoned cave on her own. What is she doing in such a strange place? We need two clues. We have to spend them in the Black Cave, but there have to be no clues on the Black Cave to do that. And the overgrown estate... When you arrive at the Hastings estate, you find it in a much sorrier state than was originally described. The rainforest has come to Arkham, claiming the manor and the surrounding area almost entirely. You also need two clues here, and only investigators at the Hastings estate can spend them. Back to our old wings of darkness. Sorry about that. Let's commit our promise of power. That makes us a seven on four. And the last curse goes in the bag. Curse. One up. Do we favour of the sun this now? Minus one. <laughs> we didn't, didn't favour of the sun it and it's fine. So that's a minus three, which is a pass. Just. Thank you, promise of power. Is that right? Seven, five, four. Yeah, great job us. Back to one curse out of the bag. How do we proceed here? Do we play our shriveling and then try and get this clue? Or do we get the clue and then we... if we So if we play the Shriveling, we then can't play Sword Cane. So we have a combat option, but we don't have an evasion option. If we don't play Shriveling, we can use Sword Cane for either. So I think we hold our powder dry and we just investigate two up. Curse, we're evens. So I'm going to exhaust Favour of the Sun to go back to two up and use Ancient Covenant to stop basically stopping the curse from making us fail the test because almost anything else we draw would then fail. Well, not almost, but many of the other things. We could have gambled and gone again one more time before doing that, but we could only do that if we drew another curse. So that's our clue, and we'll spend them in advance. It's Clinton Freeman should have stayed home. Put Clinton Freeman into play at Velma's Diner. Of course, it all leads back to Velma's Diner. Parlay, test willpower or intellect three. If you succeed, place one clue on Clinton Freeman from the token pool and take one horror. If you fail, take one horror for each point you failed by. We're on four doom of six. We've got two actions left. If we double action move up to East Town, next turn we could move, parlay Clinton, and then resign. Right. Discover the truth. You're close to learning the truth behind this other expedition. What were they after and why? Does this have anything to do with Ichtaka and the Estli? If there's one clue on Clinton Freeman, you must remove them and immediately advance. I think that's. I think we do it. We're, we're not going to follow the Ichtaka thread. But I think that's the gamble we take to try and just scoot in and sneakily get three threads done in a last turn if we can. That's right, yeah. So we did investigate, move, move. Upkeep. No, sorry, enemy phase. We go back to nine curses. Upkeep. We draw our second six cents and go up to four resources. We place a doom. We're at four, five with the accursed follower. I love it. I mean, that's beautiful storytelling that we've avoided Velma's Diner because of the accursed follower and all roads lead back to Velma's Diner. Our encounter card is a Brotherhood Acolyte who spawns there, placing a Doom on the Accursed Follower and a Doom on the other Brotherhood Acolyte because you place a Doom on each other cultist enemy at its location. There's too many enemies on this location for me to even be able to flip it. First action, we move in. Velma's is a staple of East Town, the perfect place to find a bite to eat, a strong cup of joe, or some interesting gossip. There's a triple action here to gain two clues. A bit of warmth in an otherwise dreary town. First action, move in. Second action, we parlay using our last 
favour of the sun, bless, and the ancient covenant, which means we take a horror which we'll put on the Holy Rosary and we place a clue on Clinton. And that means we advance to discover the truth. If Clinton Freeman is in play, Mr Freeman finally reveals to you the truth that his expedition was partially funded by a mysterious philanthropist in Mexico City in return for several relics. Curious and worried, he and his partners offer to help you get to the bottom of this. The investigator nearest to Clinton Freeman takes control of the set-aside Vader Whitsley, remove the remainder of the GH act deck from the game. If another act card is in play, continue playing, otherwise proceed to resolution one. So we've completely cleared AB, we've completely cleared CD, we've completely cleared GH, pretty pleased with that, and we've got two cards left in EF. We've got a single action left, we're on four Doom on the agenda and three on enemies. So even if we were to engage one of these enemies, nothing would happen. If we had a Storm of Spirits now and one more action, (laughs) we could go crazy here, but we don't. Our hand is Sword Cane, Sword Cane, Holy Rosary, Shriveling and Sixth Sense. I forgot to read us Vader as well. One cost. Willpower, Agility and two Wild Icons. Three Health, three Sanity. Bye bye Alejandro. You can free trigger Exhaust her to look at the top card of the Expiration deck or Encounter deck. If it's an enemy, deal a damage to Vader to discard it. If it's a treachery, deal a horror to Vader to discard it. Otherwise, put it back on top of its deck. She is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Super fun. And actually, I'm really glad we chose to go that way rather than the Black Cave. I wasn't thinking of this at the time, but that was the right line. Because we can include Vader in our deck, but we can't include Ixtarka or Alejandro because we're forging our own path. And she is a really good ally to get. Last action, resign. (laughs) So that is Threads of Fate. Did I do okay? I have no idea. I, yeah, yeah, actually, let's be kind. I, I think I did okay. I think I gave it a pretty good hustle. We handled pretty much every enemy we could. We took that scary four damage from early Hunting Shadows. So be it. We spent a clue on that and then lost three clues to the Elder Thing. The Elder Thing really was Encounter Deck MVP along with the Accursed Follower. They did a lot of work between them. Other than that, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty pleased. I think maybe that's an illustration of why dealing with the Accursed Follower sooner might have been a good option. It would have saved me a Doom from the Brotherhood Acolyte. It would have saved me Doom from the card, the name of which I can't remember, that puts Doom, it's the intellect, for from another time. Also incredible art, by the way. So yeah, the the Accursed Follower, lovely cultist synergy that I didn't really, it didn't occur to me playing solo it probably would have cost me actions to do to deal with anyway but i think i think maybe on the in the long run i made the wrong wrong decision there okay vp what did we get one from harlan one from Northside, three miskatonic four hastings estate five the police station so five from locations let's have a little read of what happens next You arrive back at your house and take stock of the situation. Your investigation throughout the city has uncovered the existence of a secret cabal within Arkham. From what you can tell, they call themselves the Brotherhood, and they seem to know more about the Esley Relic and Alejandro's previous expedition than even you do. Their methods are secret and furtive, and their motives elude you still. However, one piece of vital information has come to light. 
They seek a place known as the Nexus of Unkai, Ichitaka claims. A map of Central America lies on the table before you, marked with the previous expedition's trail. Maybe she's come back to speak to us because we didn't follow her. We left her to her own business. I have heard of this place, but its exact location is not known to me. Once again, your mysterious guide appears to know more than she lets on. With no other leads to follow, you're left with no choice. Once more, you must journey into uncharted territory in search of answers. But will anyone return this time? So we record that we found the missing relic, and we add that to uh, the deck. We record that we rescued Alejandro, and we get two more XP, because we can't add, which means we're at seven XP. We record that Ichtaka is in the dark. We earn the expedition journal and the seven XP. And then we go to the return to rules. We record that the investigators recruited the help of another expedition and we add Vader. And the additional XP we earn, including XP cards, is used on resupply point. So we did three, six, nine, ten. So we get ten bonus XP but that 10 can only be spent to clear poison or cure trauma. And then you can trade it in as well for further supply points. So just thinking about that now, we could spend five of it to remove our one mental trauma. And then we'd get another two supply points from the remaining four. Or we could just get a bonus five supply points and just carry the one mental trauma. I'm seriously tempted with that, actually. We'd get 13 supply points at this resupply point. We could get a whole host of things then. Even a blanket. One provisions, two gas is three. And then five other items, because everything else costs two. A medicine, a blanket, chalk, pocket knife pickaxe, or pickaxe. We've got compass and binoculars already. Pickaxe canteen. I think canteen does help later on. Pickaxe chalk canteen. I think we do that, you know. We carry the one trauma and just get really set up. Right, anyway, something to ponder. I'm going to stop there. Because we've got so much XP to spend, I'm going to do something I don't normally do. And rather than do two scenarios, I'm just going to do one. So this is a real chance that if you're playing Think on Our Feet, which is the patron run play along with me... Lots of XP to discuss. We've got seven to spend. And if you want to discuss with me how you think we should do the um, provisions, that's available as well. We've got 13 points to spend. So, yeah, great chance if you're a patron to come and chat. If you're not a patron and want to become a patron, just check us out on patreon.com. Look for Drawn to the Flame there. The starting rate is $2, which is, you know, um, under £2. If you want to support us, that's per month. You get access to our Discord. It's an amazing place to talk about the game. You can join in with this. You can join in with the other projects that we do for patron only. And yeah, it's just a lovely way of supporting the cast if that's something you want to do. So yeah, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. Looking forward to all the feedback I get. Thanks for listening and speak to you soon. Bye.